comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Look at this. See? See? I'm right again. Nobody could have predicted that Dr. Grant would suddenly, suddenly jump out of a moving vehicle. Episode 251. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode. Suck up to me. You know, I forgot how much I missed Little Sage uh, yelling from the other room. This is the first time he's been back in what three weeks? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, more than that. Three. I mean, if you count the four half-hour weeklies. Oh yeah, yeah. He wasn't there for those. Oh, the kids. Uh, Welcome kids been back. out of pocket. It's a. Uh, he was just yelling from the other room. Dad, I can't get the motorcycle I I, to fly. I feel really bad too because I could help him, but. Um, but well, it's hard, man. He's going to figure it out on his own. We're not going to be there to help you from here on out, Sage. So do it yourself. <laughs> um, welcome to episode 251. 251 episodes. 49 away from our last the big, the one. So last, so last week's wasn't an official episode then? Well, it mm. was 250.5. Yeah. Okay. Did you listen to it? It wasn't 250.1. No. Should we go back and rename it? Because I think it'd be really clever. No. 2.1? 250.1? You know, like mm-hmm. Marvel's point one. Oh. Yeah. I did kind of uh-huh. take some of the no. point one artwork and make Excellent. The, the thing on it. But anyways. Was it worth listening to? <coughs> no. Okay. No, <laughs> I, I thought it was it was fun to listen mm-hmm. to. You didn't Excellent. listen to it? It's nine no, minutes. No, I didn't listen to yeah, it. Yeah, it's nine, it's nine minutes. Nine well, minutes. Okay, well, give me a minute. Okay, I'll listen to mm. it. And we'll give you just nine. Pop me down for nine and a half minutes, and I'll come back, and I'll give you my review. Deal. No, we How many reverse too. flashes did episode 250.5 get? I give it four and a half reverse flashes. I would give it three. It was a good time filler. It sounds like a good show. No, Lisa Loeb, did you see the artwork I put on the yes, website? Yes, Lisa Loeb really? looking up at it. At yeah. the big year 2008? Yes. Yes. It's uh, For those of you that didn't listen to it, uh-huh. I found I, I pulled some things from the archive. Okay. I got some pre-show sound check stuff from nice. us from back from 2008. I'm sure it was very embarrassing. And then what? I want to make sure you're recording. Oh, right when yeah. You said that. yeah. And then um, Frank uh, had some stuff that he had oh, stockpiled, um, one of which was listening to Lisa Loeb sing. Which I I mess up. Yeah, I pulled that quote because she messed up. Yeah, that's from the book signing that she did that I went to. Something about uh, and it rolled and it rolled and it rolled and it rolled like a disappointing pancake. Yeah, what does that even mean? It's a kid song, like a disappointing pancake. I've had disappointing pancakes. Is she trying to? She's trying to uh, horn on on Lori Berkner's territory, isn't she? I remember when a lot of that was like Girl Scout songs and campfire songs. Oh, she's public domain songs, dude. She's totally uh, taken down uh, Lori Berkner's territory. That's so awesome. Let me read something from our Uh 
Forum for Geeks. This is the part where I wonder if anybody knows who uh, Forum for Geeks. No, notice how we didn't even like. <laughs> no, I did notice that. That's why I'm asking. Forum for Geeks dot com. You want to listen to a little message uh, boards on Forum for Geeks dot com? If you got a power, power by the way, a cable, I could this play is our prediction show. We will be making predictions for this mm-hmm. year. I predict this episode in the next thirty minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will want to punch Bill in the face. <laughs> hey, I've got look. I've got a great <clears throat> song right here. Okay, too bad. It's just. We don't have any. No, well, please what? don't. No? What? Please don't. What? I'm trying to move the show along. But I thought we were done with that. You know, you <laughs> listeners missed this. Ha- uh, forum for Geeks is the uh, many, many forums. The official forum for Half Hour Wasted. For Wasted and several others. I'm going to pull Bill's microphone down. Uh, you can join us uh, for Half Hour Wasted Legion of Dudes and several other message boards. Okay. Um, in the thread the comment thread for episode 250 uh suburban hood he's from redding pennsylvania i'm drawing a blank on his i i could have actually said his his real name before i actually said his forum name he kind of wiped the slate clean well maybe he just wants to go by his forum name just use forum name too he says the homemade gifts sounded awesome he will be stealing that idea yes I would suggest that it was fun. Tal from Finland, 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 the country where Bill would quite like to be. If, you're, if you want me to say something funny, you're going to have to pop me back up. Okay, okay there we go. <clears throat> Plug the music now. <laughs> he says, uh, finally, the crap is no more, so now I will comment again. Mm. Some people so, liked it and some didn't. Most didn't. Dennis Pooh. That was a Swede said that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dennis Pooh says, if you do another format change, might I suggest Jack Bauer Wasted what an anti-terrorism agent does when he isn't saving the world. <laughs> Calf Power... I can tell you what he's doing. He's desperately searching for a restroom. Calf Power Weekly. And some place to plug in his cell phone. This is all about the joys of running. <laughs> yogging. Or believe it's jogging with a... Calf, not if you're Swedish. It would be yogging. Yogging with a soft J. Yogging. Or wanting in uh, Spanish. Are Giraffe you Giraffe Tower Weekly. Wogging. About tall things. Draft Tower, GT. See, the the acronym (laughs) doesn't work, though. I like this one. Hoff Hour Weekly, about our favorite German singing sensation and talent critic. Oh, no, I thought that was was H-O-T-H. Hoth Hour Weekly. Hoth Hour Weekly. That would be, be cool. <clears throat> Where we all just... It would be. Literally. Yeah, it would be like cold. Yeah. Chattering <laughs> teeth for 30 <laughs> minutes. It's so stinky. <laughs> These ice caves are a drag. Rough hey, by the vowels way, um, wasted by the about way, was, not understanding the Hawaiian language. Yes. By the way, it's 60 degrees here in uh, Texas today um, yeah, in January, shame. so uh, deal with it, Northerners. And uh, Gaff Hour Weekly, G-A-F-F-E. We already do that. No format change needed. <laughs> Thank you. That was Dennis Poo. Uh, <clears throat> nice. Yeah, he finished a level. Guys, Sage finished a level. Whoop! Whoop! It's a smart kid, man. Smart kid. Smart so, kid. Um, he's been getting uh, an early start on his uh, kindergarten stuff. My back feels better. Yay. By the way, uh, for those of you that listened to two fifty point five, so I could tell. It up. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I had him. Okay. I'll, I'll just. We'll submit it. I, I had him move my barbells yeah. down from the attic. Up to the, up to the attic? <laughs> oh. Up to the attic, sorry. Uh, first, uh, okay. I was going to you know, run I, with I, it, but I'd If up. I hadn't had him work on my transmission you before that, he wouldn't have been so fatigued. Um, you know, I, I know that's a Steve Martin reference, but once I had a girl who we were we had been going out. This was back in like the early 2000s. Mm. Ot one, ot two. Ot one, ot two. And we had gone out a couple times, and then she kind of... Stop being interested, 
And one night she told me that she couldn't go out because she was helping her grandmother move her luggage up the attic, up to the attic. Really? Yeah. Do you think she uses that with all the guys she breaks up with? <laughs> hey, um, well, I, that would be interesting to uh, to contact some of the other people who have dated this this human and, and uh, <laughs> say, what was the last excuse she gave you? <laughs> have anything to do with an attic? Just curious. We can get our grandmothers. We can get our uh, special guest on the phone with us. Right. Oh. Special uh, guest. That's what we do on Half Hour Waste. We provide special guests for the audience, Mm -hmm. for the listener. Uh, Um, Does the special guest know this is the prediction show? Yes, I I told him. Oh, excellent. Good. I don't have enough predictions. I don't have any sports predictions. I'm going to have to just wing some of those, I guess, because that's Mm -hmm. kind of my... And and I make Grant Morrison predictions, too, apparently. (laughs) That's what I do. Grant Morrison will have a con. My first Hello? prediction, there will be a new Dune book uh, in 2011. Hello, oh, are wait. you there? Real? Hello? Producing on the air, boys. Um, John? I'm not hearing a thing. John? No? It's okay, we can edit this out. I don't understand. Like the listener minds, anyway. All right, call again. And I don't mean to be so cold and just call you the fine human enjoying this programming right that we provide for very very little money let uh, it's basically uh, the cost of your internet connection t- you know? tell you what while brad yeah. is bringing up our guest yes um why don't you did you read that email about the morrison con i sure did and if i thought this part of the show was actually going to make it to the air then i would uh, go into it this part will be on the air okay do we? Uh, so why don't you share that? Do we get to get into that? Oh, this makes me so happy. Um, apparently, I'm one of the few people. Um, the voicemail of the uh, really, really. Is that his cell phone? No. Okay. Yeah, you called our hotline, Brad. Yeah, this is the I know. He gave me. Oh, that's uh, maybe he's helping his grandmother move her barbells down from the attic. He says sorry. He says sorry. Be right back. Oh, so we better have a good excuse. Do uh talk about oh yeah i need a good laugh so go ahead. i don't okay uh, uh here's a prediction your first prediction of the show coming in fall 2012 the people behind us talk isotope comics and i fanboy along with grant morrison are excited to announce an innovative new approach to comic conventions yes it's the aptly named morrison con this has to be a joke right? this is a once in a life t- well it could be but it, whether it's a joke or not, it is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I'll tell you where Grant it's going to take place. In his mind. And nine <laughs> hand-picked comic creator superstars all together for one weekend, one time only. Where uh, Where is it going to be held? I have no in idea. In his mind. Okay. No mind. idea. In his drug-induced stupor is where it's going to be held. I that did would be read, fine with me. I did read Super Gods. Is book he like behind him. this? Grant Morrison's drug-induced stupor is better than 95% he of, says I can, of comic creators. He says uh, I can call him sober. Again, so. Ranting. I'm gonna try this again. He, um, Super Gods, his his book. Mm-hmm. You get it. It's a uh, you do get a little insight as to as to how he writes and what he looks for and it's things like that. Well, honestly, and a I, lot of it is is drug induced. I have never heard, and and I've never researched John? this before. But I have never heard in my yeah. life, John, the idea that Grant Hang on, Morrison. Bill. Stop, John. Yes. Can you oh, hear us? Okay. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Now we can. Oh, cool. Well, that's how it works. So, are, yeah. is this the? Are you on Skype? I am. Is that bad? No, because I could call. Sounds great. I could use Skype instead of this phone, and uh, you would sound like you're at the table with us. 
Oh, that's nice. Well, why don't we hang up on uh, Johnny then, and I'll uh, continue talking about Morrison Con, yeah, and uh, gonna, we'll, we'll get him back. I'm going to call you back, and this time it'll oh, be... Do, do me a favor, Brad. Yeah. Call me back after the Morrison Con talk is over. Okay. Okay, it'll be about uh, 20 minutes. No, just hang it'll, on. It'll be five minutes, John. <laughs> no, we, do, kidding, we don't okay. have a time limit anymore. We can go as long as while, we want. While Bill uh, talks about this, I'll set Skype up, okay? Cool. Okay, bye. All right, so, Bill, you were saying. Okay, so I, I noticed I've got on a... Uh, Seriously, I noticed we've got 20 minutes left in the show, so I will not spend more than 20 minutes talking about uh, Morrison Con. Then we have predictions. Um, Don't forget. But that. I, I just I think it's really interesting that uh, it's not shocking, I guess, that uh, Grant Morrison would uh-huh. utilize AIDS consciousness AIDS to uh, create some of the the worlds that he sends the viewer into. He he is very open about it in the book. Okay. And just about the amount that he uh, he did. And is it appropriate to talk about what he does cuz I'm uh, kind of interested a lot of psych- in that. I think it was a lot of psychedelic. A lot, a lot um, of psychotropic stuff, a lot yeah, of Yeah, I guess LSD, a lot of shroomy shrooms and, and uh, I wonder if I can't remember if he did shrooms. surgic acid and things he like that. He might have done he might have done shrooms. Okay. But That's cool. uh Yeah. All, and, know, and he talked about the rise of his career yeah. and the books that he, you know, that he started on and and how he got to where he was and, and stuff. And it's, you know, it, it's interesting hearing it, from a creator so- hey, side. Was it a long-term overnight success or was it, because uh, he started uh, on what, We Three um, oh, in 2008, didn't yeah. he? Um, God, escapes me right now. But hey, I mean, okay. He he did he did climb the ladder. Stop talking about the book and talk about that. Okay. About that. Um, I'm sorry. I, I the don't. Con, so we can just get the con, honestly. Talk that's that's with. all I've got. Um, the Morrison Con does not say when or where. It says fall 2012. It does have a cool picture of it. It, it kind of looks very. Um, um, kind of looks like he might have been part of the Dharma Initiative. If you uh, go to. Uh, if you go to Grant Morrison's, uh, or how, where did you find this news? Uh, I don't know how what to the tell. Legion of Dudes sent it to okay, us. Okay, because so. I, I I went ahead and recommended this on Facebook. So if anybody is friends with me on Facebook, uh, feel free to go check the link out. Um, John, if I, if I knew my if I knew my Twitter um, password, uh, I could do it. I could tweet it on the uh, computer, but I've never in my life tweeted from a computer. John, mm. every tweet I've ever sent yes. out, just spareized. I know comes from my phone. John, you there? I am here. Okay, good. I'm sorry. I couldn't oh, get wow. Bill to stop talking. Hey, John, so how you doing? You. Johnny from the Legion of Dudes. How are you? I'm very well. Happy New Year. Wow. It's Happy like, New Year to you, too. It's like you're sitting at the table it with is, us. It is, isn't it? This is much better than... Smooth. Uh, much better than the, the crappy phone line. Right. Um, you know you're doing, man. You're a professional. I try. We are. So, John, we have, I've been trying to get you on the show for a while. You've been wanting to hang out with the... The real backbone of the of the HHWLOD podcast network. The dark so, side of the um, network. No, we're the light side. We are? Yeah, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. I, I thought it, I thought for sure we were the black sheep of the network. Mm. And there's just no doubt in my mind. No, I may be wrong. We're the goofballs. So, John? <laughs> yes. Uh, what's, your, what's the best thing you got for Christmas? Um, I'm sad to say... <laughs> that it was probably a gift card. <laughs> really? Oh. I got uh, the Lord of the Rings extended Blu-ray set. You know, oh, oh delicious. Uh, um, Johnny, you sent out, you know, we had those those mass emails, and I kind of got lost on 
one of them of what you and Russell were talking about, but it was the um, you had mentioned that something came through on BB or you got something on BB. Oh, BB is code for Best Buy. Oh, gotcha. Uh. Okay, gotcha. Okay, that that was the Katy Perry one, I think, where we were talking about Katy Perry. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it have morphed you, into uh, have Best you, Buy. Have you contacted Katy Perry yet? Now that she's available. No, hmm. uh, I haven't. The restraining order is still in effect. I'm through sorry. 2012. You know, Johnny, if you want to team up, I'll help you get Katy Perry if you help me get Lisa Loeb. And maybe if we work on this, maybe shenanigans will happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> as long as that's where the team up in. Good. Two, yeah. <laughs> two heads are better than one, right? <laughs> yes, Johnny. I guarantee that is where the team up will end. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to see a comic of that. Yeah. Marvel I, team up. And actually, what what's mm-hmm. going to end up Johnny happening, M and Mister Flashlight? Well, that might be Penthouse Comics, actually. <laughs> what what actually ends next. up it, it will end up happening is that you know he'll get with Lisa Loeb, and I'll end up with Katy Perry, and then that's how it was always meant. To be. A wacky sitcom. Yeah, a wacky sitcom moment. That is wacky. <clears throat> so, um, John, Frank, and Bill, and I were going to make some predictions for the coming year, and uh, these were. How, how did you put it, Frank? Quantifiable, measurable? Yeah, I wanted to be quantifiable and measurable so next year we can actually revisit and see how well we did. And, you know, I don't want it to be something like The Avengers is going to be an awesome movie. Well, you know, that's not ahead. really a prediction. Go that's, ahead and hit us with your first okay. prediction. You're real. So these, these are real predictions. In fact, I'm going to go with one that uh, that's political. And I think this is going to freak some people out, but I've been thinking about this and maybe I believe that Newt Gingrich will be nominated as the Republican VP that he will not win that whoever wins will end up making him the VP Pause for laughter. Yeah, that is measurable. Yeah. Congratulations. And here and here's why, because he does have. A real knowledge, a backbone of how the Congress works, about how Senate works. You'd be very valuable there. And he's very knowledgeable about, about stuff. I don't think he has the personality to, to run the country or to win presidency, but I think he has it to be a vice president. Well, I mean, it, it, I guess um, if you're looking for a um, kind of an activist vice president, I, I don't mean in the way that you consider a uh, justice of the peace an activist, you know, a, a liberal, I'm not trying to put that on him but um in the way that the vice presidency has been redefined by well primarily dick cheney um uh, i guess pretty much only by dick cheney um uh-oh uh-oh what's up Zoster? john just so you'll know uh hey zoe crowd has just <clears throat> come me. back zoe and the professor have just the walked in uh what's the, that zoe has uh wow. picked i mean uh the professor has picked zoe up from karate practice <laughs> And, and she's very happy to see Frank. And they've got basketball she practice. She give two craps about me. But, you know, that's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. get this. Yeah. When when I walked in, uh-huh. when I walked in, uh, Sage was like, yay. And I thought, oh, wow, he's happy to see me for once, right? He goes, now I can play Star Wars. And he, he's, he was told that when Brad and Frank get here, when the show starts, mm-hmm. then he can play Star Wars. So yes. I, for a half a second, I was touched now that he was happy to see me but no yeah. he was I just happy to, to see he gave me a bear hug he's uh <laughs> he's a newly minted five-year-old i mean uh, has been for the last uh month i guess Aww. but um so i guess he it's kind of in his wheelhouse but 
He's a little, a uh, little obsessed with uh, Lego Star Wars. I don't bit. see anything wrong with that. And you know what? Honestly, <laughs> um, um, I don't either. I mean, it's you know, it's problem solving. It's Legos. You know, there's no blood. Uh, it's not terribly scary. Um, yeah, if you got to uh, if you got to play something uh, ad nauseum, uh, you could do a lot worse. Yeah. I got to admit, uh, during the few weeks that uh, the wife and kids were out of the house, um, I picked it up and I played it. Uh, I played it a couple times. I actually wanted to it's play fun. it more than I did. John, uh, what what are your do your kids have a Wii or do they have an Xbox or what? We have a Wii that uh, yeah. never gets touched much. Really? Uh, we play bowling, which was the title that came with it. Yeah. Yeah, and Wii nothing Sports. else has really been great for Wii. Um, and then I was stupid enough to dabble with the Kinect, which is the worst piece of technology <laughs> since, you know... The Xbox uh, Kinect? Really? Yeah, Man. the Kinect is terrible. They're okay. not ready for the motion controls, mm. so everything kind of stinks on it. Uh, that's too bad. Now, I think... Now, you're in, you're in uh, a camp... A, a pretty lonely camp there because I know a lot of people who like it. So you don't, you don't, your experience hasn't been that good, Johnny. No, I, I think maybe adults can enjoy like the workout and dance stuff, mm-hmm. but the kids can't really work it as well as they should be able to. I mean, there's a Kung Fu Panda game that stunk. If you could <laughs> screw up Kung Fu Panda on a motion control video <laughs> game, obviously the technology is not. You know where it needs to be. Okay. That's funny. Hey, hey, just as a side note, and I, I certainly don't want this to to derail the conversation, but I uh, today for the first time I ever I played uh, Call of Duty Black Ops and I was shooting zombies at work today. Oh wow! You were uh, you were either Kennedy or Nixon. I, I was a Russian guy. You're a Russian guy. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, John, you may need some time to think. No, I'm ready. Okay, hit us with your uh, first real prediction. All right, I'm going to do uh, sports because I never get to talk sports. Okay. okay. Oh, bring it, John. It's easy and it's quantifiable, and everybody will know whether I'm an idiot in a month. <laughs> okay. The easy. New Orleans Saints will win the Super Bowl. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. So what are you basing that on? Uh, luck. Um, <laughs> really? Oh, no, I like. <laughs> well, they're still I looking like, good. Yeah, they're starting to look very good, and uh, and Drew Brees is clearly the man. And I think they play a little better defense than say Green Bay. And I think they'll face New England. So how about that? Okay. New well, it's New England in the Super Bowl. I would totally watch that. The AFC is a tremendous crapshoot. Yeah. Uh, with apologies to little ears out there. Um, I mean, I, if you think you know what who's coming out of the AFC, I think you're just fooling yourself because, yeah, New England has Brady and they're amazing, but. Their defense is, you know, just as bad. I, I think it'd be real interesting to see uh, Green Bay and New England in the uh, in the Super Bowl. I mean, you could basically see a repeat of that uh, um, uh, Baylor bowl game. Um, gosh, who they play? But uh, you know, it was a basketball score. I mean, it was just it was up and down. It, it was forty nine to forty nine to fifty three at one point. Um, gosh, who did Baylor play? My bad. Anyway. I forget. But I'm thinking of Oregon. Um... <laughs> Who the hell Oregon played? It was yeah. exactly Wisconsin, right? Yeah, right. Well, I guess you know uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys uh, versus Stanford uh, also fits in that boat. <laughs> that too. was Just, a great game. There was at least a little it. bit of defense in that one. That score was only what 30, uh, 35, 38, or was that forty one thirty eight? Either way. All right, Brad, what you got? Um, <clears throat> let let Bill go because mm-hmm. um, I'm having trouble deciding between okay a couple. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with my favorite uh, right now. Uh, I believe in, in 12, uh, DC will outpace Marvel in at least the number of shipped issues, if not total revenue. 
um, because I don't know what their corporate structure is like. I don't know if there's more overhead. Uh, I also know that uh, um, the vast majority of DC's titles are 2.99, and I think the majority of Marvels are 3.99. So there may not be a direct uh, dollar correlation between the two, but I do think that uh, DC will continue to uh, maintain their lead. So I guess my prediction is that. DC yeah. will keep the momentum that they have stolen from Marvel with the launch of the new Fifty Two. Now, now well, let's 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 quantify the, you know, this right? a little let's, bit. Um, yes, let's quantify this. Well, a little okay. Bit. Units, so, so you're saying um, units sold, units DC will sold. outpace Marvel. Okay. Okay. What did you say? I was going to ask that too. What were you trying to say, John? I'm sorry. They uh, they just lost market share this past month. DC did. Yeah, okay. but like Bill said, it's not. It's more units sold by DC, more money made by Marvel. Yeah, well, and, and that was you know, I mean, I guess it was uh, that way on both fronts. Um, uh, you know, middle of last year. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to go off on a rant here. You know, for the next seven minutes, but uh, um, and I know I've spoken to this before a few times, but I'm I am still interested in this new universe that DC is trotting out to us, and I'm starting to get the impression that it's not a gag. You know, I had, before it came out, we all wondered, you know, is there going to be a reset button 12 issues into this? You know, is there going to be a giant cosmic reset button? You know, is this the DC more, universe the more I've read of it, a, a gig I don't gag? see why there would need to be one. They no, they, they, the they change could. hasn't been that radical. Well, and, and I've heard people uh, uh, that work comic book shops say that, that they just the DC comics were becoming stagnant in their stores, and this has truly you know reinvigorated you know their whole franchise. Now, is it the kind of thing that can save the uh, you know the, the the paper floppy comic book industry? I don't know, but um, it's it's helping. Okay. I mean, there, there's, you know, the, the problems in the comic book industry, we could spend, what, three yeah. or four episodes on. So, you know, we don't did have to go into them. Did y'all <laughs> see what... Um, <clears throat> Are you going to make a prediction? It? I will. After, okay. after Did you see the report of what the mysterious hooded lady's name is? Mm-mm. No. Did you see this, John? I did not. Her name is Pandora. Oh, my. Oh, Pandora's box. Which is telling. Yeah. I, I think I read that last night, actually. Okay. Yeah. And I got to admit, I do still have a mild fear that the fear is abating. It's going away. But I do still have a mild fear that they may not, you know, hit the, the great Star Trek Voyager reset button you now. But um, but they may um, uh, they I don't want them to you know, they, they roll could, anything back. I mean, we're, to, we're talking about Jeff Johns here, who is is a notoriously good architect of yeah. things. And I think I would not put it above them to play to our fears about like. Oh, you see, Pandora. Ah, uh, you see, right. you see, you see. Well, and some but, incredible uh, cosmic wild card like that, you know, is the kind of thing that does make you go, oh, gosh, you know. I don't see it happening. Don't back up. Um, because, frankly, I just to me, the, the new world, I had extreme misgivings about it. I had an open mind, and five months into it, um, I'm my interest level has maintained, if not grown a little bit. Um, I, I think uh, part of it was just kind of nervousness, you know, for DC. You know, is this is this going to crash? Is it going to be poorly thought out? But you know, to this point, you know, they're they're holding serve, and um, I mean, I just I think they're they're delivering something that's interesting. People, okay. you know, okay, Brad is good. Okay, um, I'll stick with the comics theme. I predict that when Brian Michael Bendis leaves the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Those books will become the redheaded stepchild of the Marvel universe, and at least one of them will be canceled. Okay, 
because so, now how many? Uh, so you're predicting that one will be canceled. He's when writing Bro- the regular Avengers, mm-hmm. and he's writing new Avengers. Yeah, he has recently announced that he will be leaving sometime this year. I think it's summertime ish. Um, they are such well received books right now mm-hmm. that I I can't think of anybody who. How many years has he been doing this? Eight years or so? He's been writing the Avengers books? I mean, it's it's pretty amazing when you think about it. I think they will... I, I just don't see how the level of quality, in my opinion... Well... Um, and I know Bendis can be very polarizing. You know, he's... Uh, there are people that hate the talking heads. Well, And yeah. there are people that love it. Um, I like Bendis' stuff, but I think that the two, one of the two Avengers, and it will probably be new Avengers, will get canceled because Avengers is the t- the flagship of the Avengers titles. It's like canceling Justice League. Yeah. Um, I think that new Avengers will cease to exist and the regular Avengers title will flounder okay. in mediocrity. Do we know who's going to pick up the writing duties? I don't as of the, as of this um go ahead and laugh. As of this recording I I okay. haven't read anything that that um because and s- I don't think we'll find out until 2 months before when you see okay. the previews. Well, because if they spread out to your Jason Aaron's and your Rick Remenders and and cats like that, your Dan Slots or whatever. And I know there's well, not, there's not know, that many titles, Rick but Rick Remender did mm-hmm. didn't Rick Remender do Secret Avengers for a while, John? He's about to do secret. Oh, okay, okay. He's, yeah. So he's about to, have, and he's a he's a very Remender is a capable writer. Any of you cats? Have any of you cats read Warren Ellis's stuff on Secret Avengers? No. Um, the last issue came out, issue nineteen, I believe. It's the one with the Black Widow on the cover, and you know, I, I've always, you know, kind of in the way I, I'm a big Morrison, you know, apologist. Uh, I also apologize for uh, Warren Ellis, and that has that was an acquired taste, by the way. I think the the first thing I know of that I I read from Warren Ellis was um, uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four Volumes One and Two, and I found them kind of boring, but I really want to go back and read them. Okay. All right. Okay. We're getting direction yeah. first stage. Oh, oh sorry. I was just about to say that Rick Remender's writing uh, Uncanny X Force right now. Uh-huh. which is about at issue 19, and they put out a 19.1 today, actually, and that's the best Marvel book currently. I'm sorry. So what you, book? Uncanny X-Force. Bill oh. had his headphones off talking to the professor when you said that. Sorry. I um, uh, The X-Men franchise is one that I've reluctantly given up, um, and it, that makes me sad, but it, it's in that boat of you can't buy every single thing you want. Let's, so. let, let's have Johnny jump in next since he's our guest. Johnny, okay. wait, give us another prediction. I have. Can I double up? Can I do a double? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. Uh, To piggyback on the other discussion, my comic prediction is a mid-level publisher. I'm talking a boom, a dynamite, maybe not IDW. Maybe they're too big. Maybe Dark Horse is too big. But a boom, a dynamite, what's another one that's on that level? Those don't sound like mid-level publishers to Uh, me. IDW... Image I sounds like a Dark Horse dual, an image. Image, image is too big. Image, top image cow, and Red Dark Horse, Five, Radical. Image okay, and Dark Horse are mid-level publishers. All right, Boom, IDW, those are lower I don't level. Mean like a real indie. I mean, like a pretty known label is going to go all digital this year. You know okay. what? I'm going to piggyback on Johnny. Okay. You know what? I, it makes too much sense. If you're treading water barely. 
and you can get out of the printing, shipping, distributing business and just put your comics on Comixology. And hopefully they they don't make the mistake of making them like four dollar digital comics if they go like two ninety nine one ninety nine something like that. I think it could turn a company around. Well, there's going to be a, a comic I have a feeling company. I know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a comic company out there that's smart enough to price their comics at ninety nine or one ninety nine. That'll never happen. Um, right off the bat, that'll never happen. Well, well okay, let, let, okay. Let, that's I, I, well, easy jo- to Johnny say, had another prediction, so let's let him do that. My but, other prediction is that somebody in the HHW LOD family mm-hmm. will make the mistake of wearing a green Primus t-shirt and thinking that it's cool. How did you know I was wearing that? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, how did you know I was wearing that right now? I'm right already. How did you right. know, you how did you know I was wearing that? <laughs> There's actually a video camera in here, Brad. On my laptop? Yeah. That we put while you while you stepped out of the room. I haven't stepped out of the room. You did. You did once. We it's set it right up. Green. We had this all set right. up for like... And I love Primus, but that shirt is brutal. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Are you... Is it a mic? How <laughs> Brad is so stymied right now. Brad, no, we'll save it for the somebody end of the show. texted something. No, there's a camera. I don't even have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> somebody took a picture. Where's the camera? Or this stops right now. Not me. Okay. This stops right now. Tell, Tell me where me. the camera is or this we're, stops right we're, now. Why are you covering the front of your computer, Brad? Because there's a web camera on there. <laughs> <laughs> I predict that Brad will get paranoid and want to stop the show. I will stop the show if okay. you don't explain this right now. Okay. Drive me a little crazy? You have 10 <laughs> seconds. Okay. John, are you gonna, are you going to explain it or am I going to cancel this recording? I'm the Nostradamus of the 21st century. <laughs> All right. It's a prediction show. Goodbye, John. <laughs> and we're back. Did you all enjoy that intermission music? I hope Brad puts the intermission music in. Hello? Hello, John. It was funny, Brad. <laughs> all right, we fessed up the Brad. We told him that, that uh, Johnny and I have been texting back and forth. And I said, Johnny, uh, you somehow have to comment on, on Brad's hideous lime green Primus T-shirt. It looks like it, you look like Gatorade. You know what? It's funny. <laughs> when you said that, uh-huh. I had... John, when you said that, I had this immediate sensation wash over me of warmth, paranoia, and fearing for my life. Really? It, it, okay. I'm not exaggerating at all. It was the it's strangest. Like scream when he's on the phone with Sydney. I could see you right now. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's exactly it. And I swear, I might have peed my pants a little. <laughs> Just a little. There is no webcam. That was good. It's okay. Uh, it's a, that's t- I started, it's I thought, a tile room we're in. I thought, maybe I answered the Skype call with a video instead of, yeah. or called the okay. video. Anyway. All good fun. All right. Yeah, that was good. You got me. <laughs> you got me. My mouth was open and everything. You got me. <laughs> um, it doesn't hold the Brad sits with his back to a window. Mm. John's behind me. Ah! <laughs> uh, when, when John made his first prediction about going uh-huh. all, all digital. Yeah. Small publisher. Yeah. What were you going to say? You wanted to piggyback on it. Well, uh, piggyback as in, one, I agree with him. I agree with that. I didn't make that prediction. Johnny did. But when he says right. it, it makes sense. So I want to be part of the, that camp. 
So, no. I, I agree with what Johnny says. It You're was Johnny's out, prediction, out of, but I agree. Can't. Was that all you were going to say? No, okay, I think that on the digital line, this was my digital prediction on comic books, uh, comic book prices will be lower on the same day as publishing. Not by, but not by much, maybe 49 cents, So you think maybe a dollar. You think instead of doing, you know, like two ninety nine for the next Moon Knight, it'll uh-huh. be two fifty. Right. Okay. And I think that's, that's going to be... That's what I thought you were going to say. Um I think that's just in response because uh, um, uh, oh, I can't think of the company now. Dark Horse, recently they sent out the press release that was misinterpreted by a lot of people, and they thought that they were going to be selling their digital books lower than than the uh, physical price. But uh, it turned out that they were wrong. Uh, people just misinterpreted the press release. But I think I that's going to happen. I don't know. Did you read the press release? Uh, I, I don't remember it now. It I was mean, pretty straightforward and, in my opinion, clear cut. Okay. I think Dark Horse realized that was... Maybe they put the wrong verbiage out there, but I don't think the public misinterpreted it. Okay. It made... It was clear as bell to me. I'd have to bring and it up because I, I don't remember it. Dark Horse went, uh-oh. We made a huge mistake. We're gonna, we got to do some. What's the uh, damage control? We yeah, got to do damage, damage control immediately. But I think that, uh, yeah, I I think that that DC and Marvel, I could see DC doing this first. We'll start the release the same day. Digital will be cheaper than than the same day because right now they're already dropping the prices by a dollar after a month. So it's just incentive to go digital like for everything Johnny said about uh, about a small publisher going all digital i thought you were going to say that the publisher that does that goes all digital will be uh will fold within the following year oh. i think that i think that'll happen mm. i think it'd be a mistake for a publisher to go all digital i just don't think there's enough market I don't, penetration if they, do, if they do a buck yeah i yeah. mean uh mike norton has his company that they're they're going to be putting out nine is it nine nine cent comic books Johnny, Mike Norton yeah. and some other guys are going to be put they're creating their own company, all digital. How come I haven't heard about comics. this? Um, I'm trying desperately. To, it was to, like on a press release like hmm. that. Yeah, I'm trying to find this uh, this news story I read. There's a uh, uh, startup uh, fledgling uh, comic company that their price point is ninety nine cents and apparently uh, it's selling real well. The digital, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a there was something that came out recently that uh, they sold they they showed the best comic book ever sold and it was like a kids comic book mm-hmm. and it was digital and it has sold more mm-hmm. copies than any comic book that's ever been published. Well, you know how many kids use book. their parents' iPads and iPhones yeah. and stuff. Well, I like mean, that. think about how much goes into creating one song, how much time and effort and energy goes into creating and recording you know one song, and you sell that for ninety nine cents. So. I don't believe that a comic book that is produced once a month versus a song that's produced once every two or three years can't also be released and and make you know some make some coin at ninety nine cents. Now, maybe not at whatever the rates are that they pay. You know, uh, a Bendis or a, you know, pick your industry heavyweights. Uh, J. I, I would I, I would argue that Bendis and all them would still get paid the same amount, and that Marvel would be making more money because they don't have to do the publishing. That well, they don't have to to go to a printer, and they don't have yeah. to reject prices or, or prints because they looked bad and ship them and have that stuff insured and all that stuff that goes with a physical I mean, shipment. It seems that you know it's clearly inevitable, um, at least as far as the mass market is concerned. That that's that's the way of the future. I just I don't see it happening yet. 
Um, I just don't think a company is going to have the guts to do it. Mm. I mean, Small one will. Well, again, it's just it's a question of it's a question of market penetration. It's a family I have show. The mm. Info on that comic, if you want to. Yeah, let's hear it. It's uh, Ape Entertainment. It was Pocket God Comics. Apparently, it's based on like an an app, like a phone game. And it was a buck, and it sold 500,000 copies at the time of this article. Wow. 99 cents a pop, huh? Yeah. That's so cool. 500,000 copies, which is like, I think they were just making a big deal that uh, Detective Comics is selling 100,000 copies now. Yeah. Um, that's Really, that's interesting. I bet that seems, uh, uh, is this, are we talking, um, it's, you know, it's, it's leveling a little bit after the initial excitement? Or initial interest, um, the uh, action, any of the any of these the bigger sellers at uh, I mean the that, comic that always happens that always always happens. yeah but um, take a picture of my shirt for John. You had a huge speculating market, and you had people Three. buying every number one issue, right? All fifty two in bundles for half off and all that stuff. So I know I read a lot of the number ones, and I'm down to like two titles i think i've read uh i i did a quick count right before we started uh going and i've got uh the first two issues um and in most cases uh the first four or five but i've got the first two issues of 24 of the 52 titles so yeah makes me almost an expert okay um brad you want to go next um okay uh different topic altogether and i have no scientific basis for this other than it's just a hunch because it feels about time, I think gas will finally reach four dollars a gallon. Mm, that's a good by one end, by the end of the year. That is a good one. We've kind of been coasting along. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it always happens in cycles, and it's just about that time. It feels like that it's going to skyrocket, and by by the end of the year, sometime we'll we'll be paying over four dollars. Okay. Well, John, we have some kind of disaster to blame it on. <laughs> well, I don't know, dude. I mean, it could be political. It could be. You know, it, it doesn't have to be a disaster. It could be anything. Well, they're, they're, the, the price is already inflated, though. I mean, if you look at the price for a barrel of crude oil, um, back in the day uh, when gas was a buck a gallon, um, the price of a of a barrel of crude oil is not three times what it was when gas was a buck a gallon back in uh, 02, 03. So it, it's already being driven up artificially by the speculators. Um, there's that word again, speculators. Hey, um, now I realize that the futures market was originally created to basically uh, give uh, farmers and agriculture people a, uh, a price hedge. Uh, that's also how Southwest Airlines uh, uh, basically went from being a, a, an indie to a major. Um, but I can't think of anything other than that use, which is obvious and beneficial uh, to everybody involved. Um, the idea that the speculation market is has gotten so completely out of control. I mean, price of gold, price of gas, and I don't know what may, it's, it's the same thing that makes me crazy about the stock market. It's it's not so much based on on fact and you know real life prediction. It's based on emotion and fear. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I think Brad is right on this because I, here's the crisis that's going to cause gas to go up. It's going to be, um, Iran has already kind of threatened, is it the Suez Canal, or is it, it's one of the canals yes, that they've, they've, they've threatened. To, if, they've threatened that if if we keep them uh, from... The sanctions against Iran, that, yep. we, that they will stop oil from it. That will be the, that will be the catalyst. The call, it, it, it doesn't have to be true, but it, it just has to be there to cause pressure, and, and prices will go up. 
Yep. That's we, true. We, we will hit four dollars. That's a good one. Well, I mean, we'll see. That's that's why um, you know, hey, uh, it's uh, welcome to half hour politics. Um, but uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons why uh, many of the Republicans are so hell bent on getting the uh, Keystone XL pipeline uh, going on to Houston. And by the way, that pipeline. Uh, this is a pipeline going from the rich uh, Canadian tar sands uh, down to Houston, basically. And this pipeline is going to run literally, you know, from basically one end of the North American continent to the other. Um, environmentalists are up in arms about it, um, which is understandable. But the fact that our technology allows us, you know, to do this in a way that's not automatically going to destroy the environment, um, uh, combined with the fact that the Canadians have already said, we're building this pipeline. We can either build it to Houston and it benefits the Americans greatly, or we'll build it to Vancouver and sell it straight to China. So okay. take your pick. You know, because you can, you know, you can have ideals, and that's all totally well and good. But at some point, you have to go ahead and get into the real world, and you have to just be pragmatic about it. Okay. Um, if, if the uh, if the Keystone Pipeline is agreed to, that's going to reduce our need for um, Middle Eastern oil um, by a noticeable amount. Okay. I mean, not not by you know. Uh, I think that some optimistic forecasts say that it could reduce our, our need for Middle Eastern oil by as much as fifty percent. I, I think that that's I think that's pie in the sky. I, I don't believe that for a moment. But you know, anything that chews into it is great. Okay. I like the uh, I like the background music, by the way, and I get it. You get it, <laughs> yeah, John. You get it. <laughs> Got it. All right. Good. Okay. Well, anybody who production? doesn't get us, uh, anybody who doesn't get it, uh, join us. Uh, hey, join I us got next a, episode. I got a um, a soundbite. Okay for you before you make your well, let's, all right let's pretend uh this is actually bill saying this i've got another prediction to make. <laughs> okay well i do that was I've, good mike i've got two predictions um one of them possibly tongue-in-cheek but uh can i predict it just because i i hope for it so badly sure. okay well my uh my my more whimsical prediction is that um the Star Trek uh, family, possibly Majel Barrett herself, um, is at the forefront of announcing a new ongoing Star Trek television series not produced by Rick Berman. So, you know, we'll see if that ever happens. But I want it, okay. I want it so bad. I want, him to, I want him to do a 31st, you know, I want him to do a 25th century, a 31st century, a 41st century. You know, I want to go into the future, no more prequels. In fact, ban you know prequels should- altogether. Please. They, sh- they should have made Peter David's New Frontier oh, dude, book I w- series into a, oh, into a, I would love that. It takes place in the same time yeah. as the Next Generation, yes. but the characters are just freaking amazing. Yeah. Well, isn't uh, uh, Shelby? Shelby's in it. She's the first. Yeah. Shelby's in it, um, and other other characters that you've seen on the Next Generation are in it as yes. well. Not a bunch, but yeah. like. Ashley Judd played Robin Leffler. Oh, that character, okay. Robin Leffler, is in it. It's just amazing. Um, of course, I love most anything Peter David. Again, anyway. again, like I said, you know, if it's my druthers, uh, take us further into the future, you know, and uh, show us what's going to happen down the road. Don't, I like to see a don't series continue about fleshing the, uh, out what we already know. The section thirty-one, the temporal. Oh, that'd be that'd be very very what is cool. It? Temporal something. Uh, 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 dang it! Yeah, it's thirty-one. Um, not Division The Temporal 31, Police or something? Yes. Temporal Cops. The Time Cops. Time yeah, Cops. That'd be awesome. That's right. Um, so my uh, my serious prediction uh, is uh, political in nature um, in this election year that we're in. Um, I would like to say that I think um, 
uh, Ron Paul gets the Republican nomination. Okay. And no, n- you know, none of the nominees are perfect. All of them have massive holes. Heezy? Yes, and I would like to in see. The heezy? I would like to see President Paul in the white heezy. What's up? But uh, but I, I think that uh, Mitt Romney is going to. Uh, um, there won't be enough people who hate Mormons to keep Mitt Romney from uh, front running all the way to the general election, where. He loses to Obama because the nation's uh, kind of pulling it. My, my prediction is the nation, if Europe doesn't crash on us, mm-hmm. if Iran doesn't turn the, uh, the, you know, the straits uh, into, into a, a radioactive you know, sheet of glass, then um, you know, if the world doesn't go to heck, then I think that mean? Obama will come back. Because just, just, uh, just in the last week or two... Um, I don't quite get this because people should still be skittish about Europe because they haven't resolved things yet. But apparently uh, um, a lot of economic predictors are are starting to come back, thank goodness. In the words of Jack in the Box, I can't wait for this recession to be over. So so let's get this clear. So you predict that Obama will win. I predict Obama beats Romney. In the easy? But you said that that ron paul will win the nomination no no no. i said i i would like to say that ron paul wins the nomination okay. but i don't think he will so you think romney is going to get it yeah. get the nomination and uh, obama yeah. won i i know i'm front running here but i really think that um it's just going to be that way it's the, it's the people the most name recognition um are going to take it to the uh, the heezy okay johnny you got one I have one. I just want to say that all this political talk makes me want to make an Anthony Weiner joke. Yay! <laughs> but I'm out of them. It makes me want to throw my head through the window. He it's, he doesn't need you to tell jokes on his behalf. He he's doing quite it. well himself. <laughs> yes. All right. I have a. Uh, I'm I'm going back to pop culture and things. Um, okay. I'm going to try to make this quantifiable. Okay. Either. The dark rise, uh, the dark rises. Either the Dark Knight rises or the Avengers will be panned by critics and be a disappointment to critics kinda, or to the public. Well, I guess you could quantify to the public if it didn't make enough money, but I think they'll both make a ton of money. But I think one of them will be disappointing. So let's let's figure out how we can measure this. So how can we measure this? I would think by well, the, the tomato, the yeah. tomato meter. Let's go by the tomato meter. <laughs> Tomatometer. Yeah, I think there, there's no there's no chance that Batman will be anything less than critically acclaimed. I believe so. And I, I well, personally don't see it, Nolan, which I virtually could, guarantees that nobody's gonna criti- None of the critics will hate it. I mean, I could see the Avengers being critically panned. I, I think fanboy is going to be enraptured by this movie. I know I will be. Well, okay, so so let's figure out how we can how how can we measure this, Johnny. Uh, uh, if we look at the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Tomatoes, I think, is good, or Metacritic or something. Okay. And I, I guess it would be under what? Under a, for these movies, I think under a 60 or 70% would be disappointing. Okay, okay so so let's go with Tomato, because that's a real popular one. We'll go with Tomato, plus I have the Tomato meter. Yeah. And if it's under 60, and you're predicting that critic, that it'll get an under 60%, 60 or I under. I think one of them will. I just think, I have a, half a, a, a theory. I just think... I don't know. I don't buy Bane. I don't like what I've seen so far. I don't like that they're saying you can't understand him. I don't either, John. And Nolan is saying that he's not changing the audio now. Well, I read something recently where 
where they said that they've already started to. No, to... that was already denied later today. Oh, okay, okay. What what so was saying? No, that's the audio and. You no, know, uh, there's there was like a six or seven minute prelude. I've heard prologue of this. I've or not whatever seen it. that they've shown in certain IMAX theaters. Okay, and the resounding criticism of it is that Bane is very hard to understand. Why is it? Is it because he's talking on guttural? a mask? He's talking on a mask, and he's speaking with an English accent. That's really interesting because they because most people know that you know, especially on a movie, the you're not actually hearing the person's voice on set. Every single scrap of dialogue, every single word you hear in a movie and most major television productions is replaced in post-production. The audio they record in the field of the actors, their voices, their performance, is basically scratch audio. It's audio for timekeeping. Um, they, they, they might have just chosen to, to make Bane this way. Well, I mean, and clearly what this means is that they either haven't finished post-production on his voice or they chose to do that. Well, much like my criticism of Lucas was always in the the prequels, it's like Lucas clearly got exactly the performance he wanted out of Hayden Christensen, which baffled me. But he was right there on set. He knew exactly what he was getting, and he said, this is great, wrap it, cut it, put it in the can. Part of the criticism with the prologue is that a lot of it takes place on a plane, on a jet plane. Okay. And, of course, planes are loud to begin with. Yes. Um, And... So the scenes on the plane made it even they were loud was loud okay. and it made it even harder to understand what Bane was saying. Interesting. You know, I I'll just reserve judgment for for when uh, ba- uh, Dark Knight comes out. I can't see Dark Knight not getting a critically acclaimed because all of them have um I can see some merit in what Johnny says that and, critics don't agree on, well, on and, Avengers. And, and production uh production value wise, that movie's going to be as sculpted as a Tears for Fears record. It's going to be... Wait a minute. It's going to be pretty good. What does that mean? That means that it's polished and smooth and and every detail has been poured over. Like a Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson album. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. I understand it. Or like like Lee Harvey Arswald's rifle. Yeah. By the way, uh, Quincy Jones gets credit, but uh, Bruce Swedeen was the the magic set of ears that that recorded uh, most of that stuff. Okay. Just a note. What are you going to say, John? If I can get nuts, I will predict the plot of Dark Knight Rises. Oh, do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. No, do do it. it. I'd love to hear it. Great. Spoiler okay, alert. I don't want to take, take full credit for this. This has been molded over time by Russell Latham and myself over several thousand. Spoiler alert. I like that. I, I, like I have Russell. a prediction on the plot, too. We so let's get hear him yours. On. My, my basic prediction of the plot is this is a combination of Nightfall and The Dark Knight Returns. So... What happens is Bane breaks Batman's back. He disappears for eight years, comes back to get Bane, who is now the role of the mutant leader in Dark Knight Returns. Oh, interesting. You know, that would work because we have heard that this this story takes place eight years later. And in the in the trailer, you can actually see wisps of gray hair in Bruce Wayne's. Really? Yeah, you can. This I, is interesting. I did I not like know it. this. I, I was going with the theory that Batman's back gets broken very early in the movie. First 30 minutes of the movie. Yes. Eight years pass, and then uh, the story continues with, with Batman trying to get it, or Bruce Wayne trying to get his gumption up to protect the city because it's just fallen on hard times. And um, I'm not sure how, how Catwoman fits into it, but... Uh, 
But yeah, I'm predicting that Batman will loot, will break his back, will get his back broken within the first 30 minutes of the movie. A couple of episodes ago, you said Randy Hunt uh-huh. made the comment that he thought perhaps Joseph Gordon-Levitt ends up being Robin, Robin mm-hmm. somehow. But if you look at that trailer closely, he's carrying a shotgun, mm-hmm. and I don't see Tim Drake or okay. or Dick Grayson carrying a shotgun. Okay. So that's total theory. That's yeah, just total theory. What about Jason Todd? Maybe Jason I see. Todd would absolutely carry a gun. I could uh, see that. I guess we'll see. I don't have any really other serious predictions, and if you guys do, please let's have them. I mean, I can make some sports predictions, but that's easy. Tell you what, so forget it. If you want to, let's see, because I had. You I know had what we're going to have to do? Yeah, and you're included, John, in, in December of 2012. Come back. Yeah, and uh, we'll have to get. You have a gut check yeah. for all these predictions. Let's set an appointment with the listener. After the uh, general election's over, <laughs> uh, here here's here's my last two predictions. Uh, WebOS will die. HP will completely drop that. Hasn't it already? Uh, it's it's in limbo. Are there yeah. any phones the, the, out that have it? Well, the 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 OS itself is still in use. HP's going to do something with it, and they're going to make it. You know, we have big plans for it, but what they could be, I think. HP is officially going to drop WebOS. You know, our buddy Todd Hartzell still uh, has a, a Palm Pre really? Plus really? or Pre 2 or whatever it is, the later version yeah. of it. He lives and dies by the WebOS system. I mean, it's good. <laughs> I, I just don't think it, it caught on. No, it, it didn't. As evidenced by, you know, HP's killing of its own tablet, WebOS tablet, mere days after it was released it, it, yeah it was such a disaster that nothing happened and my other one is that netflix is going to have another uh, an, another falling okay part because they're losing the stars licensing on a lot of those movies and they're going to lose a lot of their library and there's going to be some type of backlash on it so i think in netflix is going to hit some type of wall somebody's got to step up though because well, i'm trying to dump netflix and yeah. i can't get you know, like Flickster is now part of the new ultraviolet phase where, like, when you buy a DVD, you get the ultraviolet digital copy and all that. I don't yeah. know how. Which is garbage. That. Right. And you can't, like, Flickster isn't on PS3. You know, I'm an Amazon Prime member, and I love the instant Amazon video, but they don't have an app on Xbox or PS3. You know, they're not making themselves available, whereas Netflix on any device connected to the Internet, you can stream your queue. I'm wondering if Amazon Prime is going to be the candidate to take up the slack. It's pretty awesome. They have a huge Hulu. library, you know, for Prime Hulu members, and then they have all the other rentals and stuff you can buy. And my only problem with it is I don't want to sit at the computer and watch this stuff. Mm. Well, YouTube's starting to yeah rent I've, movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I have I have no interest in in sitting. I I've I've watched I think two movies on my computer ever. Um, and uh, both of those. Well, I guess the first year I I had it, I I took it places occasionally. But in the last four years, I watched two things on my computer, and both of those were um to uh do a show with. I I could see us going to an a la carte system where Netflix maybe just changes things to movies or ninety nine cents. That could happen. Um, that wouldn't be a horrible that, idea. That way, it's free. It's a, you just download the app and you see any movie you want, ninety nine cents. It seems to be a sweet spot that ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it clearly is. I mean, people don't mind paying a dollar for something. In fact, there's a lot of studies out there that say that ninety nine cents is oftentimes uh, actually uh, too cheap. Um, I find that amazing. 
John, did you see the uh, picture of the green shirt I sent you? I did. It's ghastly. <laughs> well, you know, in in my defense, it is the name of the album that the shirt is promoting is their latest, Green Nogahide. So, anyways. So there you go. Do you have any other predictions, John? Luckily, his shirt is made of cotton, though. No, I think uh, on the fly, that's all the predictions I can come up with right now. William? Um, I don't have any other major predictions. I mean, I could tell you that I think uh, the Rangers are going to finally do it this year in baseball, <laughs> or I could tell you that uh, the Cowboys, uh, um, Jerry Jones, will uh, will die in a horrible smelting accident uh, you know, before the next training camp starts. Or you know, I mean, There's a lot of predictions you could make. So are you going to make those? Are you going to make them fruit. official? Um, if you make them official, you'll be measured against it. You'll, we'll do a percentage thing or something. Okay, yes. I, like, I do believe that Jerry Jones, God rest his soul, will die in a horrible smelting accident. Okay. Yes. It has to be smelting. And, and that's before uh, August 1st. So we don't have to wait till why, why December August 1st? for this. Huh? It's because I think it's going to be before training camp starts. Huh. I predict Just Men prediction. in Black 3 will make Buku's money. <laughs> Quantify it. I think it'll be, you know, one of the highest grossing films of the year. Yeah. I, I think I it'll make I think it'll make more than Okay, here's a prediction. I think it'll make more than the Avengers. Okay. I hope you're right. It's a better idea, but it's in the same the exact same class I'm, as I'm uh, very excited to see it. As TV bringing back the uh the series based on the hit movie The Firm. Yeah. Really? Really? I looked it up. The Firm came out in chapter. 1993. They're doing a TV series hey, based hello. on a movie that came out <laughs> almost 20 hey. years ago. Dallas, Hawaii Five O. But they've ne- but they've never done a The Firm TV show. Okay, okay? Hawaii well, Five O. Between- Hawaii Five O and Dallas are reboots of old television series. So this okay. is this is a continuing story. Right. Taking, it's like the next chapter of the okay. film. Uh, it's like a sequel that didn't make it into a movie. They just went. Here's I, another, I thought the movie ended pretty completely. What's that? I thought the movie ended like there was an end to that movie. Well, this is like the ongoing story because uh, his family's in danger again on a very special episode of the firm. Okay. I think see, I'm, next I'm week on another very special episode of the firm because I am not the target audience for that, and I'm not. There's no way I'm gonna. Well, who is? To watch that's, it. That's, the, that's my whole question. Who is? I don't know. I mean, is it, it people who just can't get enough Law and Order? It they, doesn't make sense to me that they would do this. And it's got uh, decent actors in it. But most of the most of the stuff on TV doesn't make sense to me. I know. You know? And I'm, I realize, you know, it's low-hanging fruit to say that, uh, you know, I mean, the Bionic Woman reboot was awful. and the, She was the a looker, firm, though. The firm boot would be awful. Holy awful! Um, she was in a uh, Doctor Who uh, hey, movie. After Mash was awful. Didn't oh, we learned from dear After Mash. It was. Oh yes. And what's happening now? Is that what? It is? <laughs> oh yeah. What's yeah. happening now? Daddy. What up, buddy? Brad, did you hear about the Ewoks? Hang on, John. You did good. Did I hear what, John? Hey. Uh, they've announced a Punisher television show for Fox. Oh, I did hear that. That was a couple they've months already ago. Already ruined it. They they shouldn't even bother making a pilot. I haven't heard any new mm-hmm. stuff about it. Tell me what the new the bad parts are. Oh, he's a cop by day and Punisher. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's just <laughs> that's ridiculous. Why Marvel's got to have some say so, don't they? 
<sighs> you know, maybe it, that's that's a character that they just don't care about that much. You know, I mean, uh, you know how um, in movies like Punisher is not owned by Marvel; he's still right. like a Fox or wherever they sold him to. Yeah, I wonder if the TV version is the same. I wonder if it's Marvel at all. I thought it was, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I started this podcast. Mm-hmm. You wore that shirt. I wore that <laughs> shirt. Well, I think we should wrap this episode up. Okay. I think this is a good I run. Because I the restroom. Yeah. And we're probably at an hour at yeah, least. Yeah, we are. Bill talking about Boris uh, and Khan. And hey, Bill, come say goodbye to Johnny because we're wrapping up. Johnny? Hey, did you miss me? Yes. Thank I'll you. see you soon for an episode of the Walking Dead TV podcast. Thank you, guys. I enjoy coming on whenever you'll have me. Thank you. You know what? The first time we had John on the show was um, the Star Wars Clone Wars movie reviews. Excellent. We did one recording, lost it, and had to redo it. Yep. Oh. And that was uh, that was gold that we lost, wasn't it, John? Gold. Yeah. And I mean, I it always we is. we redo it, we double-dipped with one of the episodes of star of the prequels so it was like a marathon or something like yep. that oh yes. yeah because you joined us for episode three also oh my goodness it's time. all right man okay. thanks for uh thanks for hanging in there with the the bill stuff i love sage, that. sage says hi by the way hi sage hey hey john hey sage hey sage hey sage say what's Bye, up johnny take care hang on john hanging on for sage Say it again, Sage. What's up, Johnny? Hey, what's up, Sage? <laughs> yeah. He can't hear you. He doesn't have headphones on. But now Sage wants to play Angry Birds. All so, right. uh, so all right, John. Go. Take care, guys. We'll talk to you later. I've never Bye. loved you more, John. Bye, Johnny. Back at you. Bye. It'll be interesting. To, uh, nice. It'll be interesting to to, to, to revisit this. Yeah, yeah, it really will be. That's why they call them Sockdoor predictions. Sockdoor. Okay, with that, how about we get what out? Up? I wonder if he heard that when he was on the phone. Um, well, I don't know. All right, thanks for listening to Half Hour Waste. Be sure to check us out on, we have a forum, right? Yeah, forumforgeeks.com. Uh, and if they want to leave us a voicemail, Brad, what number did they call? Sage Nine, is using my iPad. 972-798-3830. And you can always drop us an email at halfhourwasted at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter, too, at Half hour wasted. Uh, Brad, you can follow me, Brad, Bill, also on Twitter. And uh, that said, I guess we'll go, let's go ahead and just close it. Hey, I'm back I again. Can't, I can't get my notes. So. No. It's all good. <laughs> With that said, guys, it's great being back. And we'll see you for 252. Did I miss the boilerplate? Yes. Yeah, it was professionally done. <laughs> Not my fault. fault.